You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights that help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stack with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Anu. Today, I'm super excited to talk to our guest, Meme Asam on the evolution of AutoML. Our guest, Meme is a senior director of data science at ADP. She leads the data science practice within ADP sales and marketing, where her primary focus is to improve selling, buying, and marketing experience by leveraging the power of machine learning and AI. Prior to ADP, she has worked in similar capacities in CPG and the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, I'm super excited to talk to you today. I'm so excited to be here. And hello, everyone. Awesome. For the benefit of our viewers, I would like you to explain what exactly is AutoML and how is it used in the industry? AutoML right now is one of the most popular and explosive subfield of machine learning, right? Because of the advance that we had in compute power and processing power of computer, it's very, very doable, very, very feasible right now. Everyone is taking advantage of that. So, Anup, if you think about machine learning, right, there are multiple steps involved in machine learning. For example, a typical machine learning workflow includes data preps such as data cleaning, normalization, scaling, transformation, feature extraction, and engineering, model training, hyperparameter optimization, model validation, and deployment, right? So... AutoML or automated machine learning, it actually tries to automate all these facets of machine learning. In other words, it just helps speed up the process of model build without us having to try individual algorithm and tune the hyperparameter one after another. And then, like, you know, because as I mentioned, now it's becoming very, very popular and like doable in even in our regular laptop, everyone is taking advantage of it. So because of that, now we have access to Python libraries and even commercial softwares that can be, that's readily available for data scientists to use. And to be honest with you, it's right now being used by both seasoned and new data scientists. For experienced data scientists, AutoML can actually help, can help automate manual tasks such as feature engineering, uh, feature selection, and hyperparameter tuning. In this way, they have more time available to dive deeper into more complex problems. As for entry-level data scientists, it can be a little bit daunting and challenging to kick up the model build process, right? So AutoML gives them, empowers them, and helps them get started with a preliminary model that they can dive into and they can fine-tune them later if needed. Mm, That sounds interesting. So have you uh, seen a lot of change? Oh, yeah, absolutely. AutoML has been around for at least two decades, right? The theory, the concept had been around 
for a very long time. Researchers, academians, they had talked about it, but we were not able to apply it in our regular day-to-day machine learning jobs just because not everyone had had access to super powerful computers. Now that we have computers with a superior processing power, we are able to leverage the AutoML open source packages and then the commercial software that I talked about before. In the early days, AutoML usually consisted of just parameter tuning and maybe limited model selection. However, like in today's world, AutoML actually aims to automate the entire ML workflow, data flow, uh, model selection, feature selection, and even model deployment, right? So if you're going to be using one of those uh, Python packages or libraries, you still have to write code a little bit and then Even then, like, you know, it's doable within a short amount of time. If you use the commercial software, then it's like, you know, then it's easier. You, some of them, you don't even have to code. They have a drag and drop interface, but those are a little bit more expensive. So I would say it has changed drastically in the last decade or so. And I think going into the next decade, we will see even more changes coming in the AutoML space. You know, for any new technology, you always have a set of pros and cons. Does this hold true for AutoML as well? Oh, absolutely. There are so many pros and cons that I can think of a loop. Let me start with the pros, right? One of the advantages using AutoML is speed, right? So you can get the results. You can see the result and then model build pretty quickly because you are bypassing the whole process of trying to figure out which algorithm will work best for your use case, right? So you, like, you know, it might not be the best model that you want to select for the problem that you're trying to solve, but Even then, like it gives you a preliminary model that you can further work on, right? So speed is one of the advantages. The second thing that I can think of, it's saving you some resources as well, right? Because if you're running, doesn't matter if you're using AWS or like Azure Cloud, if you're trying one algorithm after another, you have to keep your servers on, right? So you are making use of a lot of resources. Whereas like if you just try to tune a model using AutoML, you don't have, you are saving your time. You are thus saving some resources, right? And the third thing that I can think of, Anup, would be that it gives us a basic preliminary model, right? It it gets, it gets your foot at the door. So you are able to readily get a starting model, an initial model, that you can dive into, that you can slice and dice many ways and then decide, like, you know, like which algorithms to try. So you won't be training a model completely blind. It will give you a good starting point. In terms of cons, right? So it's inflexible. It's not really good for very complex data sets and problems. You won't be able to do any data cleaning using AutoML, especially if it, re- if it includes unstructured data and such. 
some of the packages and software, they promise to be able to cover some aspects of it, but I haven't seen any AutoML software or library that actually does a very good job of it. The second thing would be, it's still a black box model building technique. It's hard to interpret. So if you have a job such as mine, where you are constantly presenting to business users, and you're trying to explain your machine learning models in a user-friendly way, it makes that job very hard for you. The third thing I can think of would be the performance is kind of unpredictable. For some problems, it actually gives you, AutoML can give you a pretty good result, but for some of them, it's just not that good, right? So at times it gives you a good starting model, at times it doesn't. At times you have to go the traditional route where you have to keep on trying algorithm by algorithm, use your expertise to figure out like what would be the best machine learning model for your use case. The fourth thing I can think about is AutoML can actually unintentionally introduce bias in your machine learning model, right? So because you are, by, at the end of the day, you're bypassing a lot of steps, right? So you won't be able to see the bias in the model that you most probably will clearly see it if you had gone the traditional route. And last but not the least, AutoML, it's slow because it takes a lot of compute power. It's slow and it's not scalable for very, very large data set or big data per step. You mentioned about this technology being able to automate the entire workflow. So is there a chance AutoML could replace data scientists? What does the future hold like? That's a very interesting question, Anoop. I actually get that question all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in fact, there is an ongoing debate going on in the data science community about this. Half the industry thinks that AutoML at some point will replace us data scientists. Other half thinks it won't. I belong to the second group. I think of AutoML more as a productivity tool, something that can actually help and empower us by automating tedious and repetitive tasks. I think you still need, uh, you will still need data scientists to translate the business problem to data science language and use their domain knowledge to generate useful features. Data scientists will still need to look under the hood to understand what the model is doing and find nuggets of information that AutoML won't find otherwise. And data, you still need data scientists to draw actionable insight from the machine learning models. So if you ask me, I don't think it is here to replace data scientists. Think about the invention of calculators, right? It didn't make mathematicians obsolete, right? So if anything, it had made the job of mathematicians a lot easier. That's what I think right now. But you know, I'm of the mindset, anything can happen, especially with technology and everything advancing at the speed of light. So who knows? But right now, I think of AutoML as more of something that uh, makes my day-to-day job a lot easier. So me, is there any book, blog, or newsletter that you would love to recommend to our listeners? Absolutely. I, I will recommend a couple of things, right? I really like one of the conference 
talks of Dr. Olson that he gave about the past, present, and future of automated machine learning. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, and it's by Dr. Randy Olson. Also, there are a couple of there are like two books that I'm currently reading that that's been very very interesting to me. I hope the listeners would uh, like to read them as well. The first one is Weapons of Mad Destruction. It makes you think machine learning from a very very different standpoint. It talks about model audit bias, etc., and helps you visualize like how machine learning models at times can actually hinder the society. So as data scientists, it's our job to kind of make sure that we build in that model audit, that ethical AI perspective into our day-to-day job. So fascinating read. The second book that I'm reading, it's called Naked Statistics. It's very interesting because talks about statistics and explains it in layman's terms. So using this book can actually, you draw inspiration from this book and can explain statistics to people, uh, to non-stat people in very easy day-to-day words. So very interesting book as well. So me, any three individuals that you'd recommend we bring on to the show? Yeah, absolutely. I can think of so many. Uh, let me name a few, Anoop. I think Ron Lee, my former manager at ADP, he would be an excellent guest on your show. The other person that I can think of would be one of my co-workers, uh, Pratik Patel. He heads up marketing operations at ADP. And last but not the least, my fellow data scientist, Max Santinelli from BCG. I'll definitely try to bring these individuals onto our podcast very shortly. I mean, what is the best way to get connected with you after this recording? I'm sure some of our viewers would have questions or certain queries. So what's the best way for them to reach out? So the best way is LinkedIn. So we'll definitely share this when we are uploading on to our website as well as on LinkedIn. So we'll definitely tag you there as well. It was an amazing discussion that I had with you. Thank you for being part of this initiative. Absolutely. Thank you for having me here. Awesome. Thank you, Meme. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review us and share these insights with your peers.